Alright, I'm gonna try calling Ryan here. Let's see if he answers. Hello, is this Ryan Jompkins? Yes. Hi, would you like to uh, record a quick promo? <laughs> I don't need, it's not a promo. I guess it's an intro to this old episode. Uh, Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. Boy, it catch me off guard here. All right, all right. <clears throat> okay. How long does it have to be? I, I don't know. Um, is this episode 31? This was recorded... Right before all the madness went down. Wait, wait, are we doing this right now? Could, could, yes. Oh, we're recording? I'm recording. You call me up and immediately are recording. Oh, yeah. I guess I should have let off with that. Um, Is this all going to be in it? Yeah, why not? Okay, Uh, what's going on? Uh, You know. I'm just. Do we do it? Do we do it? What's new? Or do, is that like basically an episode? Should we just go? Should we just immediately introduce this thing and then be done with it? Well, I did. All right. Okay. 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 Yeah, let's do that. Okay. What's new? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Uh, I guess I'm recording now. I got to change my attitude from regular Ryan to show Ryan. <clears throat> Uh, what's up? What the fuckers? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. You were explaining the episode. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I just it was saying, uh, episode 31, it was recorded before we started doing Skype. Uh, we decided to skip it so we can talk about more urgent matters. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, it is weeks ago that this was recorded. And, uh, but we are releasing it now because, uh, well, because we just didn't really have an episode prepared. We could have, but, uh, we didn't. So, Hey, look, we got this one hanging around. So, uh, this one's before the world went insane with Corona and, um, it's pretty good. It's pretty casual, right? It's me and you and you're in your parents' basement Rockaway and we're just sort of guessing about stuff. It was nice and casual. Yeah, so I guess that's it. Uh, <laughs> you can email us the truth, ryanadam at gmail.com. Check us out. Ryanandadamsshow.com. Yeah, listen, seriously, if you want to be guest, hit us up in those places or uh, text us. Because, uh, you know, we, we've got ideas for episodes and we could have done something even without a guest. And I'm sure we could have found somebody. But, uh, but we have a good guest lined up for next week. Probably, I hope. But But hit us up. Let us know if you want to be a guest, if you want a sticker, if you have a question, a comment, if you have an idea for an episode, a song you want to hear, a advice. movie you want talked about. I love advice. You know? I love giving advice. Yeah, a little participation. I, I mean, we're not good at it, but it's it's so much fun to pretend to be able to handle advice. Yeah. I kind of love giving advice. I don't know. I, you know, there's a disclaimer. It's coming from who it's coming from, but I sort of love doing it. It's coming from the heart. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, I guess we'll just talk about everything else. I, I've got nothing new to say anyway. I'm, I'm, everything is the same. You know, I'm back at work, but uh, which is a semi more normal life routine. But you know, that's not that great. I, I don't have anything new. I, and that's another reason why it's good to just play this episode because if it was just me and you and no guest, 
you know, again, we probably could have come up with a cool concept or done something fun. But if it's just us BSing, you know, I think they've heard it. I don't think there's a whole lot of new stuff to talk about. Uh, I don't even remember what we talk about on this one. But here we go. We're talking about it. This is episode 36, titled episode 31. Oh, okay. It was recorded as 31. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, enjoy it, I guess. And um I, I don't know. We'll, we'll be Skyping. You, you use a break from hearing Skype, but we'll be back on, on the Skype thing uh, next week. Sounds okay. good. Sorry, I'm, I'm rambling. You, you caught me. I'm laying in bed watching TV. All right, people, here it is. Go, go.
Yeah. That was Sniff in the Tears driver's seat. You may or may not remember that from Boogie Nights. We don't know if it was in Boogie Nights. They say it was, and I do remember hearing it. I We looked it up, and it looks like it could have been in a couple of things. Anyway, it's a cool song. It's a killer song. This is Ryan and Adam's show. Yeah, wow, we're back. I hope you like the show, and I hope that you like this one. I hope you like <laughs> this episode as much as the others, and the I others. hope you like them a lot. Yes. I we we yeah. like you, too, most of you. I, I can honestly say that of all the people I know who listen to this, uh, I like all of you. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there's probably a few of you that I don't really know, and uh, I don't know. I don't have an opinion on it. <laughs> but the rest of you, the one you know who you are, if you tell me you listen, eh, overall, you're all right in my book. Yeah. So there you go. I hope you like the show. And uh, hey, have you been keeping up with Curb? I have been, yes. Man, I have really liked this season. It's a great season. And I, I, I'm just amazed because um, last season was great, but there was this over... And we've talked about it before, but there was this overarching... Arc, ah, there was this feeling that uh, it was um, not as good as it used to be, maybe getting a little too crazy, a little too uh, eating itself a little. I think this season... You can fit right in in the middle of the other seasons. I think it's just. I think it's been awesome. Yes, I've really liked it. I, I you know, I like it so much. I, I won't even, I won't even say anything about it. I love John Hamm in that episode. <laughs> okay, th- one thing. Can I say, by the way, <laughs> I'm a big Ham fan. I'm a big. I like him too. I'm a hammer, and uh, You're a hammer. That's what they call. I, I hear John he has Hamm a hammer, fans. but I. Uh, I'm a big fan of the guy. He's funny. He was just on a comedy podcast I like a lot. And he was very funny in it, uh, Hollywood Handbook. He's a really, he's like a comedy fan. He, but he's a really funny, cool guy. And you you liked you liked his contribution? Yeah, I genuinely, I'm not just saying this. I genuinely think he's a funny, cool guy. And at first in Curb, you're, it was one of those things where you're like, okay, they wanted to get a big celebrity, but like, what's he really doing? You know, because he doesn't really sound like Larry, which was the joke, but... Mm. I really just like watching that guy. He just has... I don't know. I'm a fan. I, I thought he did a great job. The only thing that... Uh, I thought Caitlin Olsen did a great job. But go ahead. Say what you're going to say. It's just the... Saying the full name over and over again. I love that joke. That's... Get out, John Ham. It's been done so much. Always makes me laugh. That joke. Always makes me laugh. A little that, overdone. That because he's such a big star, it's funny that they would... Uh, just call him yeah, by what they... I know the joke because I've seen it in a million other yeah, things. Yeah, and it was good in those things probably too. I can't think of any offhand, but... Mm. Can you think of any offhand? I like to point out cliches. I don't mind. Uh, can you think of any good examples? No, I can't. You know what's a cliche? Uh, <laughs> hold on, I wrote it down. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan wins again. What? What do you mean wins? What? Because I, I wasn't prepared with examples. Oh, no, 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 no. This is, it's just uh, me and Jason used to send each other cliches all the time because we thought oh, it was funny. Okay. Yeah, no, listen, your your opinion is valid. That is a cliche. <laughs> and so I don't blame you if, you if you're sick of that joke. I thought it was funny, but I understand your opinion. Is, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so uh, here's two things. I'm going to say two things. I saw them in the same movie. Okay, they're both in Goldeneye. <laughs> okay, I'm watching this, but, but anyway, um, when people say uh, to the villain, "Turns out you're nothing more than a common thief," 
okay. and the villain gets so offended, right? Right. It happens in, in Die Hard, all these movies. Why are they so offended? What's so bad about being a thief? <laughs> okay, what's the other one? Well, you know what I'm... Hold on. It doesn't sound you liked that one. Well, the, you're not calling him a a predator, a child predator. You're not calling him something that everyone hates. He wants money. He's taking money. He's a bad guy. Why is he so embarrassed about this? <laughs> he has to be a terrorist. He has to be a, a genius. Why can't he just be a thief? Yeah, I think you can make 20 minutes on that. Okay, here's the next one. <laughs> Whenever somebody says uh, they have a gun and they go, do you know how to use one of these? Right. That's usually a woman. And then she's like, you know, she like cocks it and unloads it and cleans it. And it's like, whoa, she does know how to use one of these. Yeah, that's a... I'm done with that one. Let's get rid of that. <laughs> so those are two. I thought of one really bad example. Oh, go ahead. In the show Marin, there's an episode where they keep referring to him as Mark by, by his full name. As Mark Marin? Yeah. But that was... Uh, I, I feel that's like, not really the same thing. I feel like... Um, it needs to be a huge star. I, I didn't yeah, that to, was a bad example. I didn't mean to totally get off of what you were saying. I just <laughs> Last week I mentioned that I had notes... And, and I just well, happened done. to write down those two cliches. So you mentioned a cliche. I, I got excited. You, the uh, one thing on Curb you, you were critical on was Vince Vaughn. Uh, I think I've been thinking about that. And I still I am critical still. But I think what I happened like was they wrote the outlines. And that was probably supposed to be Marty Funkhauser. I heard like a, a rumor that he had filmed some stuff for it before he died i don't know if that's maybe true. they have had to refilm it that's what yeah. i'm saying i think there probably were outlines or even filming f- footage and you know so they so they know, got vince vaughn to be not funny they needed a guy that could just stand there to that so they could bat off of him and they thought hey vince vaughn's funny he improvs you know, uh, so we'll get him, and he'll be like one of the Funkhausers, because like Catherine O'Hara was a Funkhouser. They always have all these Funkhausers. Yeah. And then, as it turns out, Vince Vaughn <laughs> just didn't do a very good job. That's really what I think happened. I think he's trying. I think in the bathroom scene was pretty funny. I don't think he's doing. Yeah, a, those toilets are so funny. <laughs> I don't think he's doing a bad job, but it's just not funny. And yeah. it's like you have Vince Vaughn, and you're just and he's and. He's supposed to be this funny guy, and he's not really bringing it. Not bringing the goods. Was that weird that I went off on those cliches? No. Okay. <laughs> I have on the tip of my tongue what you're talking about, where they keep saying his full name, but I can't think of it. Yeah. I know I've seen it. I feel like they did, they've done it in Sunny or something. Or... They, it's it's a common thing. That's for yeah. sure. Um. Anyway, well, I apologize. <laughs> 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 All right, so welcome to the Ryan and Adam show. Uh... How you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. Um, I feel eh, that's not true. Are we ever doing great? Today, me, someone me said you? to me, "I'm doing great." I literally <laughs> said to him, "I go, is that true?" I ne- I never feel great like, after three p.m. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm crashing. I never feel great ever, and and not in like a <laughs> dramatic way, but like who who's feeling great all the time. <laughs> Where is this inner happiness coming from? Where is this generating from? I don't understand. They're like, oh, I feel great. I'm at work. We're shoveling. Oh, yeah, I feel great. Well, this is what you want to be doing with your time? You feel great? <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't understand how this po- – I don't get how it's possible. I, I think maybe like an hour a month I'm great. The power of positive thinking, I guess. It sounds like you're lying to yourself. 
some people I think do that. Other people I think are genuine. Do you think if you lie to yourself, I think that's what that whole positive thinking thing is. Is I think you lie to yourself long enough that you actually start to feel it. Yes. Self-imposed <sighs> Stockholm syndrome. If I was going to reverse something, thirty years of negative thinking, I think I would need thirty years of positive thinking. I don't oh, think I got could, that you kind could of start time. Right now, I don't think I got that kind of time. <laughs> anyway, um, you need to look through your notes. <laughs> what else is in your what notes? What else do I got here? Oh, I. Uh, I know, this is about. I don't want to talk about. <laughs> Went this. to the store the other day and. Uh, <laughs> well, because I always forget what I want to say, so I started. Have writing you ever down... seen a robot in a grocery store yet? Uh, <laughs> Did we talk about this already? That was your pitch to me on how we were going to do this show. What? Oh, you don't remember this? No. When we were talking about doing this show, you were like, that's why I, thought I laughed. You were like, we could talk about anything. And I go, what are we going to talk about? And you go, have you seen the robots in the store yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, come on. And so it's so funny to me that 31 episodes in, we've yet to talk about the robots in the store. And you finally bring it up. I have not seen, I used to work at Stop and Shop, which is where they have the robot now. Yeah. I have not seen the robot in the store yet. The Stop and Shop in, I want to say, Fairfield. Is that where it is? The one I worked at, which I believe there is one there now, is the one in Morris Plains. It's the weirdest thing, man. It's it's like RoboCop. All right. Not really. It looks like a giant, uh, uh... (sighs) like a giant gray pillar. I am rolls around. so upset with people. They refuse to learn. They get. They know. They keep making these movies. Terminator, iRobot, Blade Runner. We get it. Creating life is bad, and they keep trying to do it. Well, granted, this thing is uh is pretty dumb. Looking. Well, right now. Right now. Okay, it's like Ed 209 or whatever. Wait until they make the advance. I'm just saying. Rise of the machine. Skynet goes live. At Stop and Shop. I, I, I'm, <laughs> obviously, it's a joke to some degree, but uh, it's like automation. People are losing their jobs because of all these machines. It's just like, when can we rest on our laurels? When can we go, okay, we've done it. We've done it. We've done everything. We've built it. Now let's just enjoy it. Why can't we do that? Why do we have to keep creating new things and making things worse? <laughs> it's like Frankenstein. This is They've been making stories about this since the beginning of stories. At what point are people going to go, okay, maybe we should stop doing this? Nobody does anything until something catastrophic and horrible happens. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, get through your head. Stop it. Yeah. I don't know. That's, what I, that's my opinion. That what, else was good. what else do I got good. in my notes? What else you got in your notes? <laughs> oh, I'd like to apologize to Cheryl Crow. Wait, what? We did an episode where I said the song, If It Makes You Happy. It might have been episode one. I, I was, I was like, hey, you shouldn't do what makes you happy all the time, Listen. Cheryl Crow. You brought up the fact that she's singing in a very sarcastic way. And I realized I shouldn't have insulted Cheryl Crow. So I apologize. If you had told me yesterday, <laughs> hey, Ryan is going to come on the show and apologize <laughs> to Cheryl Crow. I would have bet all my money that against it. All right, next one. Okay. Pete Davidson, Apatow. The Pete Davidson, Apatow movie. Mm-hmm. Apatow was on, um, this was a while ago now. I got to start deleting these and adding new ones. He was on, uh, he was on the Conan podcast. And uh, he spent half of it talking about how 
being a celebrity is that... Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say he spent half of it talking about Gary Shandling. He, well, a but, lot of it. Maybe a quarter of it. Okay. But he spent a good a good amount of it talking about <laughs> how hard it is to be uh, in the entertainment business versus being a real person. <laughs> you, you, you should fucking hear this guy <laughs> talking about, hey, you know, we all day long are thinking about our project. Should we be writing? Should we be fixing it? You know, if you're a chef, you go home, you stop thinking about being a chef. He's talking about how much easier it is. Oh, I need to hear this. It's I'm listening to it thinking, go fuck yourself, Judd Apatow. Why don't we switch lives? <laughs> and you see how much fucking worse it is. I'll see how hard it is to be Judd Apatow. Oh, dude. Making, that is... And he was talking about Pete Davidson. And this was I was he, they were Conan asks him point blank. He goes, What is the appeal of Pete Davidson? He he words oh, it. Oh, really? He words it so it doesn't sound like He's, he literally he says he goes I've never heard any of his comedy but I know all these things about him because of like tabloids, and he's wording it in a way where he sounds like he's still supportive of him but you could tell Conan's kind of on our side of like what is the deal with this guy why yeah. do we keep talking about Pete uh-huh. Davidson and Judd Apatow is like oh uh, uh, John Mulaney talks about how uh, he's like young Sinatra. How he's this like like rebel or whatever, and then and then he says what I think people like about Pete Davidson is that the he's sort of a the the millennial generation uh, is so um it's this idea of being like honest about your mental illness, honest about your bad relationships, the fact that he kind of is like a you, you know how that's how these people are now. It's like it's like they're trying to be happy and be funny and be. And look on the bright side, but they feel bad all the time, and they're struggling. And he shows that, and apparently that's what he thinks people like about him, which is, what, in my opinion, what the movie is probably going to be all about. Then, yes, because he's making that movie, and um, I, I still don't like uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, he didn't persuade me either. I mean, I didn't listen, but he's got a new stand-up, and I, I'm sure it's not funny. Yeah, I uh, no, sorry. So, uh, anyway. I'll tell you one thing uh, about the first point you were making. You know, uh, I'm sure you have this feeling. You have a creative idea in your head, and you think about it all day while you're at your job. Yeah. And you go home, and you don't even have time, and you're still thinking about it. You didn't get paid a nickel to think about your own creative idea. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right about... I miss... Why? <laughs> I miss having days spent thinking about a creative idea because it does... I, I'm, I, I haven't had one in a long time, and man, do I miss it. That was the best problem in the world to have because it, it was just fun, and you were just expressing yourself. Now, the fucking dark shit I think about on the day-to-day, it's like, I just feel like Apatow... And then he goes, if you make a mistake at work, like if you're a mechanic and you make a mistake at work... Uh, and I'm exaggerating a little, but this is how it came off to me. He's like, the whole world doesn't see it. But if I make a mistake, and it's like, okay, that's fair. But the, the problem with him complaining is he can just stop. He's a multi-millionaire. He can just stop making things. He, he doesn't have to work to feed his family. So it's this idea of like, woe is you, the guy that has everything, and now it, all the pressure is on your shoulders. I, I remember hearing about the... <laughs> just upset the, me. South Park, how they how they have a writer's retreat where they basically get paid to go on vacation yeah. and think about bullshit and come ideas. up with funny ideas. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, I could do that. 
Put me in. I'm ready to do that. That sounds like a wonderful problem to have. And that's the thing. Even if you're not good at it, I'm not saying... It's like, okay, so Louis C.K. is touring again, and everyone's like, well, he's got to make a living. Tell him to go work at fucking Subway. Like, to me, it's like, (laughs) I had to do that. That that was a good pick. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's this thing of like, well, what is he going to do if he can't do stand-up? I don't know. What do you do? What do I do? Get a job. What the (laughs) fuck? Am I supposed to feel sorry for these people? I get very angry about... um, it's kind of what we were talking about last episode with the Joaquin Phoenix thing. The people that are, celebrities that complain about they, how hard their lives are. And I know it's all relative. I have it a lot better than some, but it's like, guy, you know, a little perspective. You're you're being recorded here. You know, like uh, keep it keep it for your uh, rich therapist and your fucking hot yoga, and and you want to write about it in your Gary Shandling book. What is hot yoga? I don't know. He says he He's does talking it though. About hot yoga. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. I guess you, you know, do yoga I, and it's that hot. Guy, like, I like want to like that guy. Dude, this was how the whole episode was, listening to it. I'm like, I, I, if you ask me if I like Judd Apatow, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know him as a person, so I can't say yes as a person. But I think gen- he seems talented, and I like a lot of the stuff he's made. Sure. Um, that's all I can say. I don't know who he is as a person. A lot of times, he seems like a guy I wouldn't like very much. As a person, yeah, I wouldn't hate him, but I, I definitely would have my beefs with him. You know, so what are you gonna do? Celebrities, he'll never, he'll never man. put me in one of his movies now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Judd Apatow. I really am your favorite. I love your stuff. All right. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're gonna take a moment. Please, I need a break.
Well, that guy is very needy for love, if you ask me. Uh, dead or Alive, You Spin Me Round, Like a Record. Maybe you remember Adam Sandler singing that in Wedding Singer. I don't know. How old are you, listener? Hey, I liked Wedding Singer. That is a fantastic movie. See, Apatow was probably involved in that somehow. Probably. Producer. It was good. That was a good movie. It was a good movie. That's And when I was a kid, that was the Adam Sandler movie where it was like, oh, you don't want to watch that one because there's love in it like it was too, like, oh really they all <laughs> well, sort of do i know but that one was a little bit more serious and as a kid you just wanted to see him get angry and throw a golf club and yell at shampoo oh uh, yeah <laughs> <And> shampoo then, <laughs> is better <laughs> and then i think uh, and then <laughs> and then you get older and you're like oh i mean wedding singers it's not a fucking you know it is what it is but it's pretty good i actually like it i always thought that the best blend of uh you know, silly Sandler and serious Sandler was uh, Big Daddy. I always thought that was the ultimate blend. Big Daddy was a movie that I liked, and I didn't realize how liked it was, though. As I got older, everyone was like, remember Big Daddy? And I thought, I, I didn't think I you didn't blow. I liked it, but I didn't realize it was like a thing. Oh, man, I can. I owned I can, it. I can quote that movie up and down all day. I liked it. I, I you know, Sandler. Dude, <laughs> it's one of those classic guys who. You go. It's like what you were saying about classic rock music in the one episode. You go through phases. At one point in your life, you're like, "That's the D sucks." It's fun to make fun of that. I don't think. I don't think I ever got to that. point. I went through a phase where I was like, "Let's make fun of that because it's like mainstream comedy." I see the appeal of of Adam Sandler. I know a lot of people that don't see the appeal. No, now I do. Now I do. I've but uh, and when I was a kid, I did. I just think there was a phase. I think that's one of the reasons why I don't see the appeal of uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, I think it's because I feel like he's kind of ripping some of Sandler's essence off. Am I wrong? Did you ever see Multiplicity? No. (laughs) Michael Keaton? Well, you're missing out. But Multiplicity. Am I missing out for real? I mean, I saw it as a kid, so maybe I have that like nostalgia thing. All right. I liked it. I like Michael Keaton. Anyway, he. um, I do like Michael Keaton. Every time he gets cloned. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a shittier version of himself. <laughs> so I feel like Jimmy Fallon was the first clone of Adam Sandler, and what? then wow. Pete Davidson was the th- is is the third. You're blowing my mind it, right now. It's SNL looks for these people. Like Andy Samberg was almost that. Oh yeah, he look. They look for these people to be like, oh, who's the? I can kind of talk about him a little bit too. I actually don't mind. I actually kind of like Andy Samberg. First of all, your pitch for multiplicity just sold me. Well, <laughs> each one is a shit. Well, it's shit, Michael Keegan yeah. playing four different versions of himself, and they're sillier and sillier. And that's the whole movie. That it's, sounds awesome. It's fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah, I like. Like, if it was just four different versions, it'd be one thing. But no. the fact that they get worse. One's each like time. J- a jockey, and then the next one is like a, a real <laughs> effeminate, and then I think one of them is like is, is you know problematic yeah 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 <laughs> he's not all there he loves pizza it's it's great um <laughs> but yeah if you can uh listeners if you can re- email us uh the truth brian adam at gmail.com if any of you guys can give us any insight into pete davidson's appeal anything even if it's just that you find him attractive <laughs> seriously if it's just like oh i think he's cute and i like his tabloid stories like because like if you're if you want to be honest what is it? What is it about the guy? Ryan and I don't know. We do not know. I don't think he's funny. I don't. That's the thing that kills me. That's yeah. the only thing that kills me. Because there are people that I don't really like, but I'm like, 
Yeah, but I could see why somebody would think he was funny. Pete Davidson, does anybody know a bit by him? Does anybody remember? He, you know, he just came out and said like, Oh, SNL the backstage, they treat me like I'm a joke, so I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave SNL because they don't treat me like with respect. Well, I just think it's strange that what he, he was he was the was biggest that? he was the biggest star on SNL and he did nothing. He he honestly didn't even show up and that was the biggest they were like Pete Davidson not in the first four episodes so, of Saturday Night Live and how is that the story? How shouldn't the skits be the story? How dare you complain that they're not treating you with you you, you bring nothing to the table and you're a star. You've been handed everything and you've given nothing <laughs> you show up on weekend update and you bitch about yourself dude a lot of people are on yeah isn't that all he really does a lot of people are on medications for their mental health a lot of people are addicts and a lot of people have lost their their, their parents or lost somebody that doesn't you have to be funny about it or something he's striking some sort of chord with, yeah. with the world and uh you have to do something that makes that sellable which apparently is doing but i don't know how and it's very frustrating to me i don't know how either i don't get it man i don't get it you guys the butter boys did a movie called bev kell <laughs> he kind of reminds me of the of bev kell of the character yeah because that that thing was like making fun of like celebrities and stuff and like uh, yeah, it's, it's, he was based on somebody that we may have met, Bevkel, uh, very faintly. And it was, you know, these guys, cause we were making YouTube videos and we were embarrassed about it. Cause we felt like these douchebags on YouTube that were like, look at us. Aren't we cool on YouTube? Cause like, why would anybody look at you? We're just D bags on a pod. What's so good about you? Saying, look at a, no even, but even this, I think about it all the time. Why would anybody listen to what do I what am I giving? I think that too. And then And then it's like so then You where, don't have to listen to us. So then where does Pete Davidson that's the thing about these celebrities like Listen, if anybody can get Pete <sighs> Davidson on the show. Where does he get the nerve? I want Pete Davidson on Ryan Adams show. I want to look him square in the eye and just say Why? Why? What are you? What <laughs> What is what it? What are you? Yeah, tell me. All right. He probably can't even explain it. Do you know what I watch? Uh, speaking of comedy, I um, I bought a DVD recently. I which, by the way, opened up a door of like I want to buy DVDs again. I, mean, I told you I've been watching the Bonds. I own most. The ones I don't own, I'm like, oh, I want to buy them. They're making a new Bill and Ted. I'm like, I don't own Bogus Journey. Maybe I should buy it. I just feel like why I don't like that DVDs are not a thing anymore. Because not everything is on streaming. You buy them online? Yeah, I'll do an Amazon thing. Not everything is on streaming. So I just, I, it's, to me, it's like, why are we losing this media just because there's another one that exists? It's upsetting to me. But anyway, I digress. I bought a TV show that just went on DVD, and it ended 2017, 18? What show is this? Review. It's called Review. I've never heard of it. With Forrest McNeil. I've told you about it. But, um, I don't even know who Forrest McNeil is. <laughs> That's the character's name. Do you know who Andy Daly is? No. Okay. Well, let me just say this. V amazing. Uh, Andy Daly is hysterical. And and I listen I listen to a lot of podcasts, comedy, like improv comedy podcasts. He's uh, amazing. You've seen him. You've okay. seen him on stuff. Point is, is he has his own show. Well, he had it. It's only like 20-something episodes. And it was called – it was based on an Australian show, but it was a little different, like, you know – and it was called 
review or review with Forrest McNeil. And dude, it is so good. Critics loved it. Okay. I watched it right around the time I watched Nathan for you. And oh, like, okay. It was similar. It was on Comedy Central. Nobody watched it. And those two were like the funniest shows that I was yeah. watching at that time. Um, review, you, you should watch it. I should let you borrow it. All right. It's about, do you want me to tell you about it? Sure. All right. So the concept <laughs> of the show is um, he's a life reviewer, Forrest McNeil. So you send in your what you want about life to be reviewed. And he has to do it until, and then he's, and then he gives it a five out of five stars, a rating. It could be anything. It could be like, what is it like to steal? And then he has to go do it. (laughs) So it's like a reality show. The show within the show is, it's a written show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Forrest McNeil's the character he's playing. And, but I don't want to say too much, but over time, it's like a one big story Mm -hmm. over time. He, it starts to ruin his life because these things that he's asked to do are <laughs> they get really crazy okay and it can be an extraordinarily frustrating and sad and cringy show like there are tragic <laughs> there are tragic moments where you're like oh no don't uh it could be kind of dark and tough to watch uh not that dark it could have been a lot worse it's always fun but like you're just watching this guy destroy his life in the name of this show, and it's just, it's right. it's great. It's 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 a great show. You've piqued my interest. Anyway, because we're talking about comedy, and nobody knows what that is, and everyone knows what Pete Davidson is, so I figured I would just compare that. But you should you should watch it. I think you'd like it. All right. So I'm in. I'm gonna uh, watch it. Yeah. Forrest McNeil. Yeah. It's just called review, really. But did you know that peaked? Your interest is P-I-Q-U-E-D. No, why? Not P-E-A-K-E-D. Why? I don't know. But somebody pointed that out to me recently. <sighs> Spelling is weird. Blew, blew my mind. Peaked. I, and now I want to know the origin. I want to know why that is. If you know the origin to <laughs> peaked your interest, <laughs> we're not going to look anything up. You're going to have to tell us, listener. I really hope listeners do... Hit us up. We have some interaction. I really we'll interact with you. We'll send you a sticker. We'll uh, maybe have you on the show. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, maybe we'll come to your house and set up our microphones, have a chat. Whether you like it or not, we're <laughs> we're collecting people on here. Yeah, that's yeah. We never talked about the <laughs> the our concept of this is just people collection. We're the people collectors. We want to collect all of you on here. Yeah, I'm burping a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm drinking. Uh, what? You got a beer? I got uh, some uh, Adirondack sparkling over here. <laughs> and I am drinking a Corona. No big deal. Oh, I, I started watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, back to Andy Samberg. Yeah. Um. Okay. Great. I always I always liked him, and I still kind of do. But there is. Weren't some... you supposed to see Hot Rod? Wasn't that Josh yeah, oh, Mooney's? Oh, right. I still need to watch. You know, maybe if I watch Hot Rod, I like him more. I always liked Andy Samberg. Uh, Everybody's in that thing in uh, in Saturday Night Live when he's Mark Wahlberg, yeah, ta- yeah. talking to animals. Say hello to your mother for me. Yeah, that, yeah, I thought that was the funniest thing. He, um, well, Hot Rod, you may hate. That's definitely like a cult movie. I want to see it. I like the the idea. But of like it. Dan I McBride, I Bill Hader, like everybody's in that thing. Yeah, but something about him in Brooklyn Nine Nine is is not. Well, he's 
hitting me. Like I like the other characters in the show a lot. He like, kind of plays that like uh he's like a dumb cop. He plays like the rebellious but stupid kind of goofy cop and he wants his life to be sort of like an action movie. You, you get more and more into the character as you watch. All, all Brooklyn 99 Mike sure um was involved in that and uh Good place in Parks and Rec and a bunch of other stuff. He played Moe's in The Office. Oh, okay. And um, Brook and they're all pretty good shows. And uh, some of them are great. And Brooklyn Nine Nine, it's it's a good show. I, I like it. I keep up with it. Yeah, I, it's, uh, it's 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 you know it's like it's a one of those classic kind of shows where it's not always great, but it's a f- good sh- it's a good comedy. I'm enjoying it as a you know the one cam sitcom yeah format. And there's a lot of great characters in there and like. Yeah, uh, there's just something I I know I like Andy Samberg, but there's this part of me is like I don't buy him as a cop, and then I'm like Adam, th- this show, this come show on. is this show. There are episodes where you they don't tr- need to buy like, and then like everybody looks like a model too. There are like, there are episodes where they try making it like, oh, remember they're cops and they have to deal with serious <laughs> things, yeah. and you're like, all right, this is like, what is this? I get why they have to do that, but like. Cheers never dealt with alcoholism on a <laughs> on a really dramatic scale. I don't I don't think like it's just one of those things where it's like it's a comedy, you know. We're yeah. here to laugh. Let's like let's let's and and that show that's pretty much what it is. It's yeah. it's a it's dark, a, dark sitcom episodes are always weird. Yeah, and there's a couple of that show, and there's a, and back in the day like, they would do it a lot more special in the, episodes in, in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, where yeah, it was like really intense. Yeah, and, the kids were molested by the bike shop or guy. Or, Tom Hanks is is an alcoholic. <laughs> what what was the show he played an alcoholic on? Uh, I don't know. He was in Bosom Buddies. No, he he was a guest star on a famous sitcom. I don't know, but and he was like the uncle, and he was drunk, and they had to like have an intervention for him. His it, it, the special episode thing is weird. They still do it too, and uh, I gotta look this up. It's well, we could just ask the listener. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then Saved by the Bell had a bunch of druggy oh, yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. Was that just technically that was a sitcom, right? Yeah, but it was like for kids. I mean, I I work with a guy that still talks about that show, and uh, there's something about it. There's still a charm to it because it's so odd. Didn't like Roseanne and Super Dark. Yeah, the original ending of Roseanne was that Dan died and she wrote she was writing the whole last season. Yeah. It was super weird. And then they they brought it back and they were like, "Yeah, fuck all that." Then they killed her. It was Family Ties. I had a feeling it was Family Ties. That rang a bell. They did a couple of dramatic episodes that show. Yeah. With Michael J. F- it was a good pretty good show. And didn't uh, uh what's the one Fresh French French Prince? Fresh French Prince. Stewart from Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, they did the most dramatic episodes of Will Smith crying. Yeah. There was His one. His dad where... doesn't want him and he cries and uh wasn't there one where uh was Carlton a, was a was gun. Gonna, yeah, he had like a gun and he was yeah. gonna kill someone He's, and they yeah. had to talk him out of it. Like yeah. that, that's intense as hell. Dude, that's, that's show, really intense. Family Matters had an episode where Eddie got pulled over by white cops. Okay. And they and they pulled him over for being black and Carl had to talk some sense into them, you know? There's mm. <laughs> it's the classic, you know, they they, they they feel like they have to put a little bit of like, all right, let's put some real world drama in there. Yeah. I get it, but it's always weird. It always feels weird. Yeah, I'm trying to think of more <laughs> examples. That's of. why I love Seinfeld's like um, 
Oh, they oh you could go on and on about the examples, but Seinfeld's like catchphrase was like, no hugging, no learning. Like it was just <laughs> like, no, that's not what this show is. This show is just... There was one serious moment ever on Seinfeld, I think. It was in the first or second season where it's Jerry and Elaine kind of talking about their relationship. Oh, it might have been the finale of two where they end yeah. up together at the end. Yeah, it was like kind of like a tender moment. And then if you yeah, had, they said, yeah, we're not doing that ever again. I and did. they never did. And uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just, uh, that's not that show. The show got dark, but it never was serious. It I, was like when, what's her name, died licking envelopes. It's funny that you say that. I was trying to figure out why I liked some dark comedy more than others. Because some just bums me out. And I think you just nailed it. Because there's a difference between being dark and serious. I think when it's, when sometimes dark comedy, not always, but sometimes when it's like, all right, things are getting real now and we want you to really take this seriously, that's when sometimes, not always, because sometimes like Danny McBride stuff does it great, but some people's stuff you go, ah, I feel like I'm comfortable now. I don't want to root for this person or I feel like this is too ugly. When you just have fun with it, like Always Sunny or South Park. Yeah. Those are shows that do outrageously dark storylines, but because they do it in such a joyful, silly way, you're always just having fun yeah. the whole time. There's like a there's a fine line. There was a show that that threw a serious uh, thing in. What? It's always Park? Sunny. Oh, yeah, 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 they did. Yeah, they did. Every now and then they have a moment, but that episode... Whew, uh, Mac finds his pride. Are you still? Are you still uh, have I, the same opinion? I'll on be honest. Mac? I'm af- I'm afraid of talking about my opinion on that episode. <laughs> and and uh, okay, you know what? Should I? <laughs> do you Do you want to? Here's you what I'll you're say. Afraid. Um, there's an episode of Always Sunny. If you haven't seen it, and you should, because I love that show. But where uh, people love this episode, where Mac. <laughs> This is gonna be. This one's gonna get. People are not gonna be upset with me. You just you you didn't like it. It's okay. It's okay to not he, like an episode of TV. He finds his pride in being gay, and I think people think, oh, you don't like it because uh, you're homophobe or something. And it's like, but that's not it. No, I actually really liked it when he came out. I want. I was one of the ones that wanted him to come out earlier, just because I thought it would be better for the show. I have no problem with. My problem with that episode was. It, it got serious. It was serious. And not in a way that felt, and I hate to say it, earned. Like, Mac, um, this is a perfect example of don't make me feel too sorry for a character. Only a couple episodes earlier was, like, beating a kid to death. Like, Mac <laughs> is not a good person. Like, And so you're trying to make him a gay icon, and you're trying to – and also, I don't think he would have the maturity to express himself in an interpretive dance – I don't think he would have the patience to learn how to do that dance. I, I, I don't think he even would have gotten jacked like that. In fact, one of the key jokes of that show was that they got uglier instead of better looking like most sitcoms. That's why he got fat in the one. So this idea that suddenly he's jacked, because he's always talking about how he can do backflips. And it's yeah. like, so the fact that he actually got jacked, it's like, well, you're sort of doing, you're sort of doing the reverse of what the point of your, you know, it was just, I just felt like it, it, Rob McElhenney wanted to get in shape and he really wanted to say something about gay rights. And if, listen, if it fucking helped people, then who gives a fuck if it was funny or a good episode of TV? Mm. I'm glad it helped people. Mm -hmm. But it was just one of those things where it was like, it didn't feel like Mac. Yeah, it fell out of character. There is a way, all these prisoners cheer for him. I just feel like 
there is a way to do what you're trying to do, have it be serious, but also have it be always sunny in Philadelphia. There is a way to do it. And I felt like you put the message over the show in a way. I would have loved to have been in the room when you watched that episode for the first time. I was with Jeff, and me and Jeff were floored. Yeah. Floored. He first of all, even leading up to it, it's not that funny. Most of the jokes are recycled jokes. He go and then he goes to this orgy and they're talking about like um BDSM or whatever, like gay like and and Mac's like, well, not all gay guys are into that. And I felt like why would Mac say that? Mac has a bike that fucks him in the ass. Well, Mac is like kind of a pervert. Why all of a sudden does he have this moral compass? Like it just felt like you have something you want to say, so you're putting it in the mouth of these characters. It doesn't fit, though. That's how I felt. All right. Look, again, if it helps one person, then who cares? Right. Put it out there. I, I don't have any problem with it. It's just in terms of it being like a uh, episode of Always Sunny, it felt odd. It felt odd. Didn't feel it. But that show always tries different weird things. I remember liking it, but I, uh, I can't. My opinion of it. Uh, I can't formulate it the way you can. They like, always try. That, it's like you memorized. Well, I'm a nerd. Like you're you're real good at that. Um, I analyze stuff too much. That's why I, you're... I was just talking to somebody about Better Call Saul, and I'm like, oh, it's like in season two of Breaking Bad, and they were like, what the fuck? Are you? <laughs> That's why your name is uh, number one no. on the show, and I'm number two because I I can't. That's, uh, come on, nobody wants to hear this anyway. You, but, you you back up your your opinions like with really sound arguments because I'm nuts. You should write this stuff down. I'm walking around the house thinking about this stuff. I'm nuts. You're like better than the people on the AV club. But that doesn't. T- that's not hard. It'd be better. Those guys are not that good. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying you know you're the kind of guy that should be sitting in. I the would seat. love to have a job like that. Yeah. Where do you get it? Do you find that? it on the street? I would love to. I don't what, know how to get that job. What was job. the thing you said to me the other day that really ticked me off? What were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> you, you said something like, "Pay attention." Oh, it was about Better Call Saul. Oh, you asked a question, and I said I like, "Wake you- up" or something. <laughs> I was just kidding. You got so mad. You asked me, like, why is Mike mad or whatever? And I told you, and I go, aren't you paying attention? Wake up. I just, the problem is I don't, I didn't rewatch the last season. And, and dude, there was two years dude, between I, seasons. I, I get it. I didn't really remember like, everybody's. Uh... The new season of um, Ozark is coming out. It's a low priority show for me, but I still like it. But I'm like, you know what? I don't remember anything from last year. I'm not going to rewatch it. So, like, I don't blame people for not keeping up with stuff. I just happen to like it enough that I keep up. I rewatch Better Call Saul. I love that show. Yeah, that's a it's such a nuanced show that uh, watching like a re- a season recap beforehand like you probably isn't, isn't enough. The episode you, know? you watched where Mike wanted the bartender to take that picture down. Yes, you probably didn't understand that. It, it was that a picture of <laughs> Australia. It was something that Werner said his dad helped build. Oh. So it was when they were in the bar the season earlier. So it reminded him of Werner. I, when I saw that scene, I thought Adam's not going to remember this. I hope I, I hope he asks me. Oh, yeah. yeah you're just going to need to explain like all these very subtle things. And I, that's why I love that show. And I could do it here, but who the hell? Who would want to read or listen to any of this crap? <laughs> I mean, I read the, all these critics, and the one I like wrote a book that I've read. Like I, I like this stuff, but who the fuck? By the way, uh, just as, just to say, uh, always sunny. They have a lot of episodes that do totally different weird things, and people complain, and I like it. 
that's just the show. The show experiments. I don't fault them for it. It's right. fine. It's just I, I had a different opinion than most people. It seemed. I think the best the best shows are the ones that really go nuts and experiment. I and, agree. And the the thing is, those shows they're the best. But they also, when you do stuff like that, you have big misses sometimes. Yeah. I, and, I almost uh, appreciate a big miss. Yeah. If I know it's coming from a place of like they normally hit it. Yeah. So if it's like okay, they didn't hit it this time, but that's why like I can like something like Lost, yeah. where people are like, oh yeah, but what about this? And I'm like, but what about all of this? <laughs> Don't you see that they were taking leaps? And sometimes you're not going to succeed when you do that. Like, I but I just appreciate watching something where you're like, I don't know where this is going to go. That's fun. I don't know why this made me think of it, but uh, I convinced a coworker to watch The Leftovers. Oh, yeah, and, he, and he told me that he had to stop because he can't watch things with dogs getting killed. Yeah, that was, And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. There was a lot of people that were, yeah, did not want to see dogs <laughs> get killed. So, yeah, if you haven't started listening to or watching The Leftovers yet, the first scene of the show is a dog getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it's... Uh, Do you have a problem and, watching and, dogs being killed? I'm, I don't, it's a movie, I'm you not know? saying you get off to it. I'm it's just a, a movie. That's where I'm at. Like, Don't um, get me wrong. There, there are movies that have disturbed me, or or I think about too often because they sort of bothered me. Like I get like images can be disturbing, but I think you have to put it somewhere where you're like, this is being faked. You have to remember that yeah, every single movie at the end in the credits. No animals were harmed in the yeah. filming of the movie. Every single one. While making the movie, they go cut. Everyone goes and eats carrots at the, the snack table, and the dog is fine. He eats a treat. It's all fake. Yeah, like I get. So like, that's uh, yeah. I, so it, it, you know, it's I, an I, actor dog. I understand that. I can wrap my head around. Right. That. Yeah, but if you don't, if, if people can't, there's a whole website. Does the dog die? Yeah, dot yeah, com yeah. For people that have a have a huge problem. But with I get it. it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with having a problem with it. Like you, everyone has their lines. Sen- yeah, you're sensitive. Yeah, but I, it doesn't really bother me. Uh, I feel like is this a good episode? Have we been just <laughs> rambling? I don't know if I feel good about any of this. That's what the whole show is. It's, Why would it's anybody us- want to listen to this? The description of the show is Ryan and Adam rant and rave about movies and TV. I think, and that's exactly what we did. I'm gonna walk away and go. I should have said this. I shouldn't have said that. It's a. Nu- I'm nuts. That's tough. what you do every time. I know. It's tough on me. <laughs> but I love doing it. This is like the most fun I've had all week. I love doing this. Dude, you're, you're as tortured as Judd Apatow, for sure. Yeah. Well, we have the same life. <laughs> so, Basically the same life. It's pretty similar. You know? <laughs> I also love Gary Shaling. <laughs> I'm going to write a book about him and make a 10-hour documentary about him. <clears throat> I wonder if Judd Apatow's dad died, if he'd be as sad as he was when <laughs> Gary Shaling died. Oh, you, he could have had a bad dad. I don't know. Dude, nobody. I don't I'm know. I'm sorry, Apatow. Uh, is that it? Are we out of stuff to talk about? Uh, let me take a look at the list. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is so good. Okay, all right. Here we go. Oh, a lot man. of James Bond stuff. We we really got to get on the... Uh... Yeah, people, if you have James Bond questions, send them to us. Uh, the Truth, Ryan and Adam. The Truth, Ryan, Adam at gmail.com. We're going to be doing a James Bond episode By the soon. Way, rewatching them all. May read one. Getting very excited for that. Yeah, I've watched a few myself. Um... There, there's a James Bond channel on Pluto TV app. I listen to a James Bond podcast. Um, wow. I could go on. Uh, yeah. He, That's good. 
one of the guys who runs it, he also runs the Friday the 13th podcast. He's actually on the Conan podcast, Matt Gorley. But anyway, um, oh, what do I got here? I got, um, <laughs> these are funny notes. Godfather 1 and 2 edited together sucks. <laughs> <laughs> don't edit them together they're made separate for a reason all right what else uh oh the bojack ending we argued pretty viciously over that yeah i don't know if i want to get into that no neither do i uh which show, which, which i think Bo- says something about about it well just that i know that we're gonna argue i liked no. it you didn't like it but i don't care people are nuts with this thing I, I, I think that says something about it James Bond collection, Alien Quadrilogy. I think I'm just naming cool DVDs I have. <laughs> I miss. I wish they'd keep DVDs around. Um, yeah, the, the Quadrilogy thing is pretty cool. I don't have it. But I know Streaming I've seen versus it. still owning movies. Uh, oh, here's something. Uh, we should do a Ween episode. Oh, yeah. I we, think I was thinking that we were going to do one today. I know. But I forgot. Because um, if you had came in with that, I. I think the 30th episode would have gone a lot differently. Well, that's okay. I liked it. It, it was, was a casual episode. Yeah, I we'll will, do a ween one. I will sit down. Plenty and of ween in movies and TV. Doesn't doesn't and even doesn't matter. even really who cares. We could do a special episode. It's a special. Um, I heard a new fact. I hear news about ween constantly. It's like endless with this band. Really, I was listening to a podcast. Um, Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott do podcasts where they about certain bands. They did an REM. They did a U two. And they just did a podcast with Huey Lewis mm-hmm. and Jimmy Kimmel. They talked about Huey Lewis. Apparently, Jimmy Kimmel loves Huey Lewis. And um, they were t- and uh, they were just talking. Anyway, long story short, Scott Ackerman mentioned how um, when they were doing the Mr. Show movie, Run, Ronnie, Run, they had come up with a funny idea that the end credit song would be uh, a song that like a Huey Lewis song, but it would describe the whole entire movie scene for scene okay. and how you felt about it. So it'd be like, Oh, then Ronnie drank the milk and you laughed. Like it would just be like, <laughs> and they thought it was. And so, uh, but they were, the reason that movie stunk is because they were having all these feuds with the director and they, and the director goes, okay, but you can't sing it. So they got, uh, according to his story, Aaron Freeman from Ween to okay. do it. And then the guy put blooper reel over it and you can't even hear the song. Oh really? Yeah, and I watched, and I, I still can't get through that movie, even though I love that show, because that that's how much he they fucked it up. But I, I I'll go to the ending, and I'll I tried listening to it. It didn't really sound like Huey Lewis. No, Aaron Freeman, oh. which makes me think that maybe he, he's remembering incorrectly. But also, uh, Gina does do like different singing voices for different songs, so right. it could have been and him. He manipulates his voice a lot. Yeah, so. but I couldn't really hear it anyway. But it's that was just a new Ween thing I never knew. So there you go. It's, can you find the actual song? I could not find anywhere? the song. No. That's such a bummer. Yeah. I, 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 but that shit happens all the time. Oh, apparently you can curse on TV now. I can delete that off my notes. <laughs> oh, here's one. Astrology. It's not real, people. Okay? Stop it with the astrology. <laughs> Stop it. I can delete that now. <laughs> <laughs> what made you think of the Godfather thing? I don't know. But it, I own uh, the VHS of them I know edited you do. together. I hate. I think that's so. I think it's terrible. I mean, I don't really mind it. I think you're ruining the whole entire thing. I mean, I would prefer them the the way that they are. Um, the problem is, is that there's a a style to Godfather Two. It's very specific. Yes. they are paralleling his father's upright, like a uh, rise to power, with his rise to power. Right. When you so, take it out of order, you're you're changing the whole thing. Uh huh. It's a really. 
It's a good point. You, you don't have the structure. I, I would obviously not recommend your first viewing be right, right. be that by any means. But well, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you're the kind of guy that watches The Godfather once a year, once every year, maybe you try it out. Try it out. You know. Well, like I'll watch the. Um, the Star Wars prequels before the originals, if I'm going to do... I don't do it very often, but if I'm going to do a Star Wars marathon because I, I want to get them out of the way. <laughs> but realistically, you should watch the originals first because A, they're better, and B, because the whole point of the prequels is to be like, now let's see how we got there. They're, they're like Better Call Saul is very much made in a way to be like, oh, that's how he got that nickname. Yeah. If you watch it first... You're not going to get the same kind. It's made very specifically in a certain kind of way. You know, it's, it's like it's like you're taking a Picasso painting and saying, let me straighten all this out so I can see what this picture is. You're ruining the whole <laughs> fucking art of it. Maybe I'm being a little too extreme, but I, I, so you don't edit the Godfather movies. <laughs> Somebody edited all the lost flashbacks so they were in an order. Yeah. They, don't, don't do that. Nobody wants to they watch. They do that with all sorts of things. Just knock it off people that do that and knock it off with the astrology it's not real <laughs> where are we at we're, we're done oh boy i'm sorry it's all right i fucked this one up no you didn't that was that was fantastic i hope you guys like these last two we'll go back to having guests again soon uh yeah i just missed having episodes where i could just I didn't even get half the shit out of my head that I where you can just vent and bullshit and hang out and all, uh, all night long. We'll get a guest. Oh, I might have to go to Pat's birthday now. Oh, is it a Johnny's, bar or something? Yeah, yeah. Boy. I, I don't go to bars anymore. Oh, lucky you. I'm gonna quit <laughs> drinking so I don't have to go to these things. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. Email us, record a message, give us a question, all of it. Tell people. And uh, you know, wash your hands. Goodbye.